Uh, you, you know, this big, huge thing shows up. Of course, it has Sylvester Stallone at it trying to play a hard ass. But come on, there has a, nothing's been hard oh. on Sylvester Stallone in 20 years. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I get a hug? To the GBB, the Glass Bottom Podcast, episode 20. 20, what is it? Six protos, 20 episodes, 26 hours of content that cost you zero dollars. Thanks for tuning in. 26. Yeah, there's six protos, right, Shards? Something like that. No one knows who I'm talking to. Then we missed our silver anniversary. No, no, no. Protos don't count. We were terrible. We're still working on it. No one knows who you guys are. Let me introduce you so they know who you are. Up to my left, Rob. Not naked this week, Rob. What up, Rob? Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, don't ask. And to my upper right, Shards. Uh, what up, Shards? Yo. <laughs> it's always short and sweet with you. Uh, we're here. Welcome to the GBP episode 25 episodes away from the Drunk Spectacular. And uh, we're here to entertain you. And that's what we will do. Housekeeping. Oof. Is there some housekeeping this week? Department of Corrections. Rick and Morty. Artemis Prime schooled me on the Rick and Morty issue that we were like completely clueless about, but we knew some stuff. So apparently uh, Justin Roiland, the voice of Pickle Rick, the voice of Rick and the head co-creator, the head, one of the head writers and the, one of the co-creators, he, uh, he was accused of some serious domestic violence stuff. And they removed him from Rick and Morty and the network that they were on, uh, Adult Swim, kicked him off. And guess what? He was acquitted of uh, all those charges. So they kicked him off and the charges didn't stick. So that's weird. Love didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, you must acquit. We know this. But then Artemis Prime's like, you know, allegedly he was also touching kids. And I could not find anything. But Artemis Prime is way more younger and internet savvy than I am. I saw that he brought inappropriate stuff into the writer's room, but I couldn't find the fact that he was diddling underage muffins. So Artemis Prime's going to have to do some explaining. But he definitely gone from Rick and Morty, and they're going to have to recast Rick's voice, and half of the genius that wrote Rick and Morty is out. So as a big fan of the Rick and Mortys, I'm scared. Shards, you like the Rick and Mortys? I'm probably the only person in my demographic who has not seen Rick and Morty. I know you have some problems, but what's up with that? I don't know. Just never did. Dude, you're smart, and that's for you. Rob, you know the Rick and Mortys. I do know the Rick and Mortys. It's like one of my favorite brainless go fuck yourself TV whoa, whoa, shows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm pushing back here. Rick and Morty is not brainless. Usually I have to watch an episode once or twice to see what happened. Like, like it's usually some really cool modern physics and or uh, uh logic stuff that's behind all the episodes and you're saying it's brainless you must be pretty goddamn smart i mean look at the guy <laughs> <laughs> what was that we gotta cut that one <laughs> go boy ladies and gentlemen go boy well is there anywhere where i can stream rick and morty maybe i'll make it my next hulu. Uh, binge hulu h-u-l-u yeah hulu man it's a great show and i think you'll love it shards it's smart it's very smart upper class humor 
one of the f- best things I've ever watched is if I had to, if a gun to my head, I had to rank what I saw on television in my life. The episode where uh, Rick, his car doesn't start, his spaceship car doesn't start, and it's the battery, and they go in, they portal into the battery, and he had created a whole universe of people that just pull the lever <laughs> to make energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just half of the plot. The other half is while he's inside the battery in this universal porthole, he left his uh, granddaughter in his spaceship car and told the spaceship car to take care of her and mayhem ensues. And on so many logical social levels, it's the greatest thing I've ever watched. I laugh so hard. I've watched it probably 10 times and each time I laugh so hard. So shout out to Rick and Morty. You know, now thinking about that episode, they can't get the car to start, but it can use like high powered lasers and shit to, Mm. to why are, things. Why are you deconstructing the cartoon <laughs> that I love you? Because I said it's brainless. You, you can't. No? You can't. No. Okay, they missed. <laughs> that was a swing and a miss. You're right. How can a car that can't start have lasers? Yes, Rob. Damn it. Now I'm going to watch that again and be like, yeah, this is bullshit. Damn it, Rob. <sighs> well, let's get out of Rick and Morty land and go to Yang and Yin. Bad first. We lost Tina Turner. Ladies and gentlemen, Shard, do you know who she is? I'm aware of her existence, mm. mostly because well, of her Super Bowl anymore. Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. I didn't know she did a Super Bowl. Was it good? Because I don't remember it. Yeah. Did she have her legs out? You know, her legs went all the way up, as they say. <laughs> oh, um, it, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got some for that. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Rob. What do you know about the Tina Turners? I, I don't. That's good. Did you see Thunderdome with Mad Max? No. Oh, wow. Let me give you a brief history of Tina Turner. What happened back in the, she got popular in the 60s with her husband, uh, Ike Turner, who used to beat her and abuse her. And uh, they got famous and then she dished her husband and her career went nowhere. And then she put out an album called Private Dancer. And then she had a bunch of hits and music. And then she did Mad Max beyond Thunderdome and some other acting. And uh, she's amazing. One of my favorite all-time songs is Simply the Best. Oh, I sound just like her. Better than all the rest. Oh, and uh, so she's beloved, and she died at like 82. Not on any of our perpetual life lists. We missed another one, guys. We are sucking at this. Sucking. So, au revoir, Tina Turner. Thanks for the memories and your legs. The other uh, Yang is Jim Brown, the football running back. We're not a sports podcast. Are we a sports podcast, Rob? It's a sport. Oh, see, Rob gets it. Uh, but we got to talk about Jim Brown. Charge, you know the Jim Brown. I do. He was an One incredible. Greatest running backs ever. And besides that, non-sports loving, his middle name was Nathaniel. Now listen to his name. He's got one of the best names ever. His name is James Nathaniel Brown. That alone started him off on a good track. That alone. I always thought it was weird, too, that his last name was Brown and he played for the Browns. Yes, and... uh, And They were not related. (laughs) Hang on. There was one more fact about that. Anyway, he was amazing. (laughs) Jim Brown was an incredible athlete. And believe it or not, he was better at lacrosse than he was football. I never played lacrosse. I wasn't rich enough, neither were my parents, neither am I to put my kids in lacrosse. I guess only rich white people play that, except for Jim Brown. Bless his heart. Apparently, like, whatever people said about him in football, he was twice at in lacrosse. So the fact that he was his punishing running back, which I love, 
I don't watch offense in football. This isn't a sports podcast. I like defense, but Jim Brown's sports tape, he is amazing. That dude just runs through, over, on top of. He set records. But the best part about Jim Brown wasn't his football stuff. It was his humanitarian shit. He retired in his prime, which nobody does because everyone's money hungry. He walked away while he was still red hot with money on the table instead of running until his knees gave out. That's salute because it sucks when everybody puts money first. Don't you think, Shards? Yep. Their agents are like, well, you've got four more years in you. You know, you're not going to be good, but there's at least $60 million there. Jim Brown was like, bye. I'm the best. Mic drop. I think he did the first mic drop. Would you agree? Yeah. And after that, he was involved in the civil rights movement. He commissioned the Cleveland summit after Muhammad Ali got jailed for refusing to honor the draft. And if y'all don't know about that, you all got to go back and watch what Muhammad Ali did standing up to the man, because it was such a righteous fight back then, but the country was still pretty backward. So Jim Brown risked what he had earned in the public area by siding with uh, civil rights stuff. So that's pretty badass. And then he started acting. They call him that he's the Superman or black John Wayne. And I agree. When that dude talked black was, John Wayne. Yeah, he was an action <laughs> hero. He's a giant hulk of a man with a beautiful speaking voice, well spoken, and he was in the Dirty Dozen. You can't do better than the Dirty Dozen. A World War II flick. I hope you've seen it. You got Rob, you've seen the Dirty Dozen. Holy nope. shit, Shards. Shards, you've seen the holy the Dirty Dozen? Nope. Holy crap, I'm old. Well, that's one of those movies I thought everybody would see. It's a World War II movie, and it's amazing. So please, everyone, including Shards of Rob, check out The Dirty Dozen. So he was a civil rights activist. And one of the best things he did after the end of his career, he started the Retired NFL Players Association. And even though he had money, he went and fought with the NFL and got the NFL to give former players who don't have you know, an offensive lineman from the 1962 Raiders. Who knows who that is? But he's got bad knees and no job. They got the NFL to capitulate and give money to former players that were not represented. He did that. He had money and he foregoed his own. He could have sued them individually for stuff he didn't get, but he didn't. He foregoed that to get that settlement passed. And now broken ass NFL players from the past got access to like $50 million or $25 million of money from the NFL to help get their lives back together and get their health issues solved. And I think eventually they even got retired NFL players, medical insurance, which they didn't get before. Jim Brown, you're the fucking man and you're going to be missed. That's my yang. Salud to Jim Brown. I wonder why he never called himself James Brown. Hmm. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get myself. Ooh, ow. Anyway. That's the yang. The yin, the good news is my oldest baby children drove his car, a 2006 Acura, uh, not Integra. What's the other one? Acura. Charts, help me. I'm blanking. NSX. NS. No, RSX. <laughs> R. R, 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 RSX. Cross country. He stopped at two hotels and made it for coast to coast in three days. No breakdowns. No problems. And he hypermiled and got 40 miles a gallon out of this thing, which is geared so damn low. Uh, that's a yin. My kid's safe in California. He's got a nice internship, and he did not have to be rescued by my 
13 mile to the gallon Dodge truck, which would have bankrupted my family and my family's family <laughs> if I had to go save his ass. <laughs> so that is the yin. That's the good list, the good news. But one thing I love about my oldest kid is he listens to shit I listen to. So when we drive together, he puts on the playlist and instead of me going, who's that? Uh, who's that? We listen to the same stuff. Do you guys have driving playlists? Rob, do you, when you drive, you drove coast to coast, you drove Utah to here. Do you have a playlist of driving music? Uh, no, I don't have a playlist because I have, I just enjoy so much music, different types of music. I'm the same way. So what would you uh, listen to driving from Utah to Florida? What would you listen to? I listen to fucking everything on the way here, dude. Could you be a little more vague for the podcast? Uh, I listen to sounds Mm. coming from people's mouths. Uh, no, uh, uh you're gonna put me on a spot here no now, i can't think of anything you, like you sit on the spot shards you've driven to sheboygan and back many times you were a air force brat you traveled around what would you what what are the top three songs driving songs for shards going heading to sheboygan hmm. top three that's driving a loaded song. question okay i'll go first radar love by uh something earring uh, golden earring radar love nothing I like that song. Yeah, it's a good driving song. Rob, you go next. Driving song. Um, Just because it was played so many times, because my girls love the song, uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. Oh, dude. Nice. It's at my festival. They play at my festival. Oh, that's right. With uh, (laughs) Anus Van Halen, who we're still trying to track down. He's hard to get hold of. For a 75%er to find Anus Van Halen from Shards Fest is hard, but we're working on it. Uh, but dude, that song makes you want to jump out the window. I'll be honest with you. Shards, what would, what would Barbie girl, you have a daughter. So yeah. would you play Barbie girl on a long drive? No. You're outvoted, Rob. That's a bad pick. All right. All right. What about uh boom, 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 boom by the Venga boys? <gasps> yes. <laughs> I'm a Venga boys lover. So good. There we go. Venga boys. That's a great song. Uh, Shards, you're up next driving song. I put uh, Radar Love. He did the Vanga Boys. Boom, 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 boom. Ramble On by Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's a Ramble on, ramble on. Sing my song. Nice one, Rob. Okay. Old school's where it's at here. And that's what I was hoping to land on. My favorite driving song of all time is One More Silver Dollar by the Almond Band. Ooh. Oh, that song puts I got me in a one good more silver, silver dollar. dollar. Oh, but so you got a supernatural playlist is what you're saying. <laughs> Dude, the I supernatural don't... playlist is a great playlist. What are we it talking about? Hey, well, what is a supernatural? Huh? All right. So the TV show Supernatural. Oh, is... it's a TV show. Yes, you should have watched it. You should watch uh, it. Okay. Where do I find said TV show? Netflix. I have the Netflix. The whole thing is on there. It's long. It ran for 15 years. Holy Farkin' Fark. That's, well, okay. Netflix, and every season had like 20 plus episodes. Shazam. Hour okay. long episodes. Uh, in a nutshell. Look, I'm in a giant nutshell. Uh, Two no. brothers go cross country to fight demons, witches, vampires, and angels. Werewolves. Monsters mm-hmm. that go bump in the night. Is there a pouty chick named Kristen Stewart that's like... <sighs> She breathes worse than I do. All she does is go. No, it's not. It's not the sparkly vampires. No, oh, good. It's not. not like it's not like that. They're more hellish. But oh, they were. Hell. They were raised by their rockabilly father, 
So everything is seventies uh, and eighties rock. Yes. Yeah, rockabilly the whole though, thing. Like Stray Cats, uh, the the Clash. Like, okay, I say rockabilly more in like he dresses rockabilly. Yeah, but it's more like classic rock was the the genre of music. Well, you got me there. I'm gonna have to check out the Supernaturals. So I will. Okay. For a TV show, it had probably one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Do they sell the soundtrack on a? I don't think you. Disc? I don't think you could. It'd <laughs> be like eight albums full. Fuck yeah. I'm into that. All you really have to do is go to Spotify and just type in classic rock and you're just going to get the whole thing. Yeah. In, in fact, I can do you one better. If you go to Spotify and type in Supernatural, I, I <laughs> It's the same you. thing. I <laughs> guarantee you. You're losing me. So first I go to AOL and then I go <laughs> to search and I put in Spotify. What's a Spotify? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm a boomer. Let's see. I'm going to... Oh, All right, so I just looked up the Supernatural soundtrack all yeah. seasons. It yeah. is 30 hours long. Can you send me that playlist? Uh, that yeah, I can. Send me that playlist. I'm going to watch the Supernaturals on my, on what you said it was on the Netflix. Yeah, it's long. It yep. takes a commitment. Well, and they drive a 1967 Chevy Impala. That's yes. a great car. Oh, my four-door. That's a great car. That's a great car. All right, I'm going to check out the Supernaturals. I said I'm sending it to both of you just in case you need it shards. My multiple personalities or shards. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. Hot damn. Yep. Thanks. I'm going to check out the Supernaturals. Man, do we have a treat for uh the glass holes today? Uh, a couple weeks ago we had Mando on and uh he came in hot. He went in hot over the target and tore it up telling us about what really happened with Star Wars. So uh, he's a fan favorite. He's back. Mando is going to be a regular contributor, and uh, he went and saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's going to call in and uh, not call in because last time he came in so hot that like the phone, the phone line thing wouldn't work. Like we were pushing so much data with his voice that it, it got choppy. So now he's on the Discord, and he's going to come in. I'm coming in. What up, Mando? Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? Mike, glad to be back. You sound great this time. Last time you were going so hot and heavy that the phone connection couldn't handle your uh, your emotion and your energy. So you're on the uh, the Discord now. Thank fucking God. Well, I mean, you got me revved up, and you know, I'm just uh, glad to be part of. The, glad to be part. Glad to be part. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you because uh, I don't think I, in 53 years on this planet I met anybody with the same uh, POV you have, and it's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> You've met them. M- most people are just quiet. Well, you are quiet usually, but you came in hot with us, and I'm impressed, and so were the listeners. So you're back. You went and saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I did. It was it was amazing because I, I laughed, I cried, I wanted to blow the place up. <laughs> what was, the theater? <laughs> absolutely. What the popcorn was bad, or what yeah. brought the theater into it? Back in now. Yeah, you know, there was so much in this movie that I just couldn't tell you. It was amazing. You know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but can you say no, a no, little no, bit no. of genocide? You know, genocide. Oh, whoa, whoa. hang genocide. on. Before we get started, you know, <laughs> wow. right I off the bat, expecting that. Okay, I understand the movie is about 
Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Is that not what happened? Well, on the surface, I guess kind of, yeah. I mean, if you just walked, wanted to see a good movie and you know, just trying to kill some time, yeah, absolutely. But when you look at it, you know, like I said before, is the whole a whole people are dying left and right. Nobody gives a rat's ass because they all care about that stupid space rabbit, right? Wait, 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 a space Whoa. rabbit or whatever what? it is. What, whatever the raccoon? Is yeah, it the that, ra- was, that was what it was. Yeah, <laughs> raccoon, yeah, sorry. I love Rocket. That's Rocket Raccoon. You got to understand, Rocket Raccoon, he's a criminal to start with, but it's okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, Everybody what? says it's okay. He had a bad story. Well, this was his story. And yeah, I feel bad for the little CGI rat. It's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> but what, what you got to look at the underlying thing is he was part of animal testing. And I'm looking around, and they're, they're going pretty hardcore. And again, there's going to uh-huh. be some spoilers. I can't talk about this without throwing a little spoiler. So if you haven't Throw seen the movie yet, you want. Throw you know, all if, if you haven't seen the movie yet, well, where you been, right? So, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but they show the history of this rat, right? And it's <laughs> trying to call it a raccoon. What, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever god damn it uh-huh so the space rat what does he do space rat they show his, his history they show how this dude that calls himself the high evolutionary guy uh-huh. uh, kind of looks like dr fauci to me but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit Whoa. later on. <laughs> he's doing all he's doing all these tests on these animals right animal testing nobody likes animal testing right the entire theater is full of people wearing you know makeup and wearing leather and but yet everybody's crying about these stupid Did animals. Did you just that are impeach getting... the viewers? I mean, you can't be upset <laughs> with animal testing when you're doing a product of animal testing. Right? Yeah, so if you have eyeglasses, right lip gloss on, and eye I mean, shadow. His whole point was, I'm trying to make society better. That was uh-huh. his whole point in life. I'm trying to make society better. I'm, I'm developing vaccines. I'm developing you know, makeup, whatever. Uh-huh. I'm making society better. And people are crying over this stupid space rat that's being... You know, they're t- torn apart and ripped apart and get his hands chopped off and whoa, whoa, all this whoa. other stuff. What? They chop off Rocky's hands? It, it's, it's pretty graphic. I'm surprised that uh, you know, it, it got pretty graphic there for a little while. At one point, I was like, wow. Anyway, I didn't see that in my rundown of uh, from IMDb. Okay, so, you know, wow. And then, and then he had this whole big, huge diatribe about how nobody volunteered to have this done to him. So he had this big, huge thing about body autonomy. The news is just full of people saying, my body, my choice. But yet you got uh-huh. this sentient creature now talking about how this, all this stuff's <laughs> happening to me, and I didn't want it to happen. So a little bit of too much of a political message, in my opinion, just for a that good That does seem a bit much. There. Okay. You know, it's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Of course, he had to make friends. And what happened to his friends? We can see this from a mile away. He has his friends. They're all slaves together or whatever they are. And all of a sudden, they're all talking about these grand uh, adventures and plans they have and how they want to go see the sky and Uh all that stuff. Because they're locked inside. They're quarantined, if you will. Wait, they were quarantined? They wouldn't let them go outside. This is so fucking. They told him it was for their own good. They could Uh they had to stay inside and couldn't go out. They died. Oh, they didn't have a mask, right? They didn't have a mask. One of them had a mask on, and it still died. So obviously, it didn't work. That's hitting home. That's hitting home. Okay, way close to home. Way close to home. So just because the experiment was smarter than the creator, Uh they killed them all off. You know, and they're all talking about, you know, we're going to go out. We're going to have a great time. He goes, oh, no, no, that's not for you. That's for people better than you. 
Now what is he going to do? So he gets away after he attacks him. And he, he, he actually made the guy look like Fauci at the end, of, which is amazing. And so you definitely see that there was some different political interest going on around here. What happened to the tree? What happened to the oak tree? Uh, he's uh, Who knows about this thing? You know, he yells, I am Groot. Vin Diesel gets his millions. Then, you know, what, whatever, right? <laughs> okay. You know, this, this guy's been, ar- this thing's been irrelevant for years. I didn't you know, know Groot they, was Vin Diesel. I hate Vin Diesel. That makes me yeah, sad. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. He says the same thing over and over and over again. They probably pay him every time he does it. Of too. course they do. It's Vin Diesel. Yeah, he, he gets ridiculous. over. It. I'm, you know, it's probably didn't yell family a couple times, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> holy goddamn shit, Mando! Easy, easy. <laughs> you know, okay. We only have so much time. Okay. Okay, what then? What happened? <laughs> you know, then they then they had the big huge thing about male impotence. I mean, come on, it's Marvel. They do it all the time. You know, the one guy that does the whistling and blows the arrow all over the place. You know, he gets started. He, he tacks some dude. The, the arrow just bounces off of him. He looks all beat down. Yeah, uh-huh. come on, really. And then they have the girls. The girls are just kicking ass all over the place. So there's definitely some little bit of show, you know, reverse show, you know, chauvinism yeah. going on on it. Wait, yeah, is terrible. one of those girls, uh, very, what's that? She got the antennas? Yeah, yeah the antenna picture. thing, yeah. Oh, I hate that chick. That's a bad character. So, okay, so the girls kick ass, the men are impotent. Go yeah, on. And, uh, and you got the whole the Star-Lord dude. I mean, he's so one bitch and it is horrible. But uh, I love actually, him. He plays classic music. I love this guy. It's Chris Pratt. He doesn't play classic music. He plays the one tape that he had in on him. You know, do you think... Uh, you know, he just got victim of circumstance. You know? <laughs> Holy shit. You know, okay. he has this whole big, you know, big but he, he's, fine, he's just an idiot. You know, he's about some place to place. You know, he does this one big scene where you talk about, you know, we don't want to kill anybody. You know, then uh-huh. you know, a few minutes later, he goes, kill them all. Well, which is it, dude? You know, make up your mind. You know, or, or, yeah, it's, you know, he talks about, you know, they're innocent. Well, they're, uh, they're innocent or they're not. You know, you got, you got to make a story, take a stand. But didn't Thanos do that in one of these fucking movies? Yeah, that was so long ago. You know, who knows at this point? Yeah, who knows at this point? I mean, I okay. personally agree with him, but that's just me. So he presses play on the badass cassette, and first he says, "Don't kill anybody," and then he says, "Kill." Yeah, them. then another couple of scenes later, you know, he yanks a you know a gun out of the Groot's butt and starts shooting everybody, and goes, "Kill them all." So, <laughs> Groot has a butt. Well, it, I assume it's a the gun butt. It came it. out the back. Okay, it's a <laughs> cornhole. It came out as a cornhole. I mean, sounds a little <laughs> naughty. Uh, I mean, uh, butt not hole, whatever. You know, there, there was definitely something shoved in it. Okay. Groot you know, was a, po- a prison pocket of a gun. I got you. So they go to this planet, right? And it's got these uh, evolved creatures all over the place. You got bat people and you got your pig people and all this other stuff. And at the end, he decides, you know what? I don't like how this is going on. I'm just going to kill everybody. So you got Holy Space shit. Hitler up in his tower, decided that he's uh, he, he can't figure the solution out to his problem. So he, Star I guess Lord is Space Hitler now? No, it's that other dude. The guy that killed or did the... Uh, all the experiments on the rat guy, whatever oh, his name oh, was. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, that guy. Okay. So he's, he's trying to figure Ooh. out the solution to this problem he keeps having. Is his, his, Would you his, say his, it's his, the final solution? I'm glad you came up with it because it just seemed a little dark for me, but still. That was dark for you? <laughs> I am dark the Mando? Uh, no, of course not, but I wanted you to join in and feel good about it. So Shards, we're going to have to edit that. I am dark the Mando. <laughs> that means bad things are coming. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but still, then also he just starts killing everybody off for no other reason than they were different and he didn't like them. I mean, come on. Is that, you know, bad, you're, you're right, ripped right out of the headlines on that one. You're right. That is, you know, oh my you God. know, and of course, what was there, you know, the big head, the big, huge enforcer guys, what were they? It was a pig. Ooh, 1984. Well, 
was it a, perhaps the patrol officer that was in charge of security, the big pig monster? Come on. Mm, that is, <laughs> you know, what, what kind of message are we saying about that? I feel the message. You, you brought know, it home to me. Yeah, this has you know, Disney written just, all over it. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, there was there. Well, if it had Disney, you know, it had little kids in drag. That's beside the point. <laughs> Not anymore. Not in Florida. Not in Florida. But you can no. talk to an oak tree with a gun in his ass, right? I mean, well, that has yeah. been Diesel written all over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Charles. That had to be said. That had to be you know, said. Someone had to do it. You know, yeah, it was Vin Diesel. Thank God. <sighs> so, what was but, the grand conclusion? Like, uh, yeah, this big, huge grand go? conclusion. Uh, you, you know, this big, huge thing shows up. Of course, it has Sylvester Stallone at it trying to play a hard ass. But come on, there has a, nothing's been hard Whoa. on Sylvester Stallone in 20 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mando cracked on Sylvester Stallone's ED. Oh. <laughs> so wait, so wait, wait, what, shows up. And he's supposed to be the, like this big, hardcore ravager dude. Uh-huh. You know, and he, he's coming in and, you know, he's like, you know, he tries to help him you know, get involved. And he's like trying to be all hard ass. Like, come on, uh-huh. dude. Yeah, but you, you you're not you're not a hard ass. You're just an old guy with a bad list. So you know, do your thing and uh, move, move, move the story along. You just knocked on uh, Sylvester's dick and his speech impediment. You know, Mando, hardcore. He, he, hey, it's there. You know, I just I just call it like I see it. I just call it. Yes, like I see you it. do. Whoa. Yeah. So they got this Gamora chick, and then you know they killed her off in one yeah, of the I hate and then brought her back. And, you know, uh-huh. and, 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 and the, the Star Lord dude, he's all like pining all over. Like, dude, move on. All right. You're, yeah, she's green and has tentacles and whatnot. Girl, girlfriends die all over the place. So you know, you're, get used wait, to wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. You know, they totally, they totally make him out to be this big simp over. <laughs> all over the you place. Know, you know, you know uh-huh. come on, dude. Like you, you can have you when he first started out. He he was basically this big, huge, you know, player. He had girls all over the place. They he meets uh-huh. this green chick who wants nothing to do with him. Friends uh-huh. knows him constantly, and all he's doing is pining over. Her. I mean, come on, you know <laughs> what kind of role model are we setting here for the kids? Yeah, yeah. What kind of role model is? They don't want you. Move on. Good exactly. One. You know, or, or, or I guess banger sister, one or the other. There was wait one. what? <laughs> I the glass bottom podcast does not condone banging uh, hard to get girl's sister. Anyway, go on. Fucking <laughs> what the? But we we don't condone it. But we wouldn't say anything about it. We don't condone it, but we don't condemn it. Good one, man. <laughs> you, you know, so they finally they save the day. Everybody's happy. Then also, they, everyone has this big epiphany. You know, they save all these children that they were going to get experimented on. You know, they uh-huh. all go to the big space planet head floaty thingy, uh, and they're all going to live happily ever after. Everybody turns from this super hardcore, you know, galactic uh-huh. warriors to nannies now. What? And everyone's like, I'm gonna go my own. My, I'm gonna go my own way. I'm gonna find my own stuff out. The little, a, you know, alien chick with the antlers goes off with these little tentacle monsters, you and, know, to do their thing. You know, then uh, you know, the uh, the Batista guy, what you know, he he starts dancing. Uh, I guess that's supposed to show character development. Mm. You know, I think he just digressed a little bit. They they totally uh, you know impotent him here. Like he would first movie, he was this hardcore warrior that would kill anything that moved. Now all now of a sudden, he he's dancing with children. It's come on. Oh, they emasculated him. That's a they classic. Totally Hollywood emasculated him. Yeah, you know, it was classic terrible. Hollywood. You know, Ooh. the uh, it, it was it was absolutely horrible. You know, Star Lord goes back home, meets his grandpa for the first time. You know, it's like come on, man. You you know, I expected better. Alive? 
Apparently so. I mean, who knows how long it was. But if it was that easy, why don't you do it earlier? Yeah, why why wait till now? Chris Pratt, what's up with that? I mean, you got this super intergalactic transport. You ever thought once, hey, maybe I'll go back to Earth and see what's going on around here. You got to wait 50 years later to go meet your grandpa after he's he's about to kill over. There's no money. If he went right back, there would be only once one movie. So, you know, maybe for the best, you know, we need we need to rewrite. I agree. It might be for the best. So uh, what's the big takeaway? Like, what's the big finale? You know, that's it. That's it. That's the big finale. Everybody's happy. Kumbaya. You know, they make the rat, the new, new leader of the guardians. Uh, he's a, it shows his final. He's a raccoon, by the way. Rat, raccoon, marsupial, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so he's the new king of the star Lord stuff. So it, shows, so it shows this new group of guardians and it's got the, you know, the, the, oh, the, the no. raccoon thing. And it's got the guy with the arrow that, you know, that's got the big wing on his head. that looks like he couldn't, uh, like a human sailboat. Uh, <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah. the human sailboat. I know him. Yeah. You know, it's got, it's got the tree thing. Of course, he's got to come out and, you know, I am Groove, you know, pay me my money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got one of the kids that they saved apparently is some, you know, some weird, crazy power stuff. Uh, it's got this gold guy. I haven't even mentioned the gold guy yet. Uh, Wait, what? You know, there's a gold guy in it. Uh, it's supposed to be, it, 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 a, if you read the comic books, it's supposed to be Adam I Warlock, don't re- which, I don't re- which is a total, complete badass in the comic books. The guy is an absolute, just uh, immortal badass that could kill Thanos uh, with the snap of his fingers. In this movie, they turn him into this complete douchebag. Uh, oh. you know, and he's completely gold. He looks like, he, he, remember Gold Member? Yeah, Gold Member. It's the same kind of gold color all over him, oh, and he's acting so like he's a bad. child. He, 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 he's got this like childlike, uh, you know, anger equality to him, where <laughs> you, you, know, you know, you just want to strangle the thing. It was yeah, like, Come I on, know dude. those guys. Okay. You know, it's ridiculous. Well, based you know, and, on and, your purview, uh, it seems to me like Agent Orange could have taken Groot out in the first episode. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, like, like a little bit round of little defoliation. Could they round up Groot? You know, I know they killed him off in the first one, and he grew back. I mean, I guess it's like you know, like weeds; he just keeps coming back. You know, kind of like that shit that grows in your yard that won't go away. I guess all those books. I mean, no, you mean, how, you mean the neighbor kids? Yes. <laughs> but you know, how how badass of a character can you be if you you know if a, little, a couple matches and you're done, right? Oh, uh, burned you know, to like, death. You yeah. think nobody ever thought about that? You know, hey, this yeah. this, this tree creature is killing all of my soldiers. I got an idea. Give let them all start smoking. That'll that'll take care of it. Oh, smoky. Oh, smoke. Oh, forest fires. That's good. Yeah, like only you can prevent bad movies. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We keep shoveling our money into this. I mean, we're we're forcing just dollar after dollar after dollar. I mean, keep in mind, I was a little miffed over spending close to a hundred bucks. But you know, two people of uh, popcorn, drinks, all that other crap you got to do, do when you wow, go to the theater. It's up to a hundred bucks. Well, you know, I, you know, you know, I expected a little more than you. Know, I am Groot. I'm a you know, just for the thing you know for you how many movies now has that stupid rodent been talking about i'm not a raccoon just <laughs> guess what he finds other raccoons on the spaceship and it says raccoon he goes oh i guess i am a raccoon <laughs> really, really? Wow. yeah did like, he have so, reparations or something so, so i guess that's i guess that's some you know some existential finding yourself type of motive they tried to include in there and of course it was way too much for most of the audiences to even notice so because it showed these little cgi rats looking up at him oh they're not rats they're raccoons so they tried to get deep and it failed totally so that's the end of the movie uh that's it that's all there is to it almost three freaking hours of that three hours a hundred bucks and that's what you saw 
you know, you got genocide, you got space Hitler doing his final solution on all of his little creations. Oh, space you know, Hitler. Uh-huh. You know, you, it's basically the island of Dr. Moreau all over again, only, you know, this, you know, this time, uh, you know, the monsters look better, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Shards, yeah, do you, do you have any needs to do something new for a change. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're just rebooting everything. Do you have any questions about the movie Shards based on Mando's summaration? summaration? Well, I haven't seen it, so should I even bother? I mean, it's a wonderful movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, if you look at it properly. I mean, from, the, from a certain point of view, you know, it's an amazing movie. I mean, it's... It, it's no Star Wars, but then again, you no know, Star Wars yeah. is no Star Wars. So, <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, okay. Now, yeah, based on what you told us, Star Wars is no Star Wars. That's the clip. You know, Mando I said Star Wars it, like, is no Star Wars. You know, it was like there's this one scene where he's trying to figure out how to make his uh, how to uh, like rapidly evolve his creatures, and he couldn't figure it out. It's supposedly this is one of the smartest men in the entire universe. Uh-huh. Who is, his whole thing is about you know I can evolve anything. Well. He can't figure it out, can't figure it out, can't figure it out. So the, the, the rocket dude, uh, he, and he names himself, by the way. How, how egotistical do you have to be to name your fucking self, right? Yeah, um, that's pretty egotistical. You're so, making me you know, hate he, rocket. He, I didn't think that was possible. He come in, and he, he looked at it for like 30 seconds. He goes, yeah, here's your problem. Fixes this super genius's problem in like 30 seconds. Like, yeah, I got you. You're, you know, you're uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. And, and it pissed the dude off. Well, it would fucking piss me off too, right? Yeah. You know, if I'm sitting there working on a problem for you know years and years and years, and some rodent that I just finished chopping up <laughs> came in and fixed my problem, I, I would probably a be a little angry too. So I can kind of see why he was a little miffed at the guy. Okay, know? I understand. So did he, you know, what did he do to Rocket? Did he? You know, the, you know, they built this whole. You know, they said, "Well, you know, I'm going to kill you now because you know you, you figured out the problem and you were you know look look at you you're sewn together uh-huh. and." You know, you know all this you know how can you know, i'm the smartest guy in the universe and i couldn't figure it out so that shows there's something wrong with me and we can't have that no you know, i kind of no. feel bad for the guy i mean you know my life's work just got destroyed <laughs> by this thing you know that i created myself you know why is he smarter than me you know, uh-huh he should have known better than to destroy the guy's life work of course i, I mean you know he, he totally came out of the wrong way he came out because he's super arrogant he goes well, you just got to do this well like bitch please Read the room, right? Read the room. Right. Figure it out. Hey, how about a couple helpful suggestions, boss? Or better yet, go to one of the other dudes, the the assistants, and goes, hey, I think I figured this out, but I don't want to say it, but he's in charge. Yeah. Come on. Uh, The guy got what he deserved. I mean, at that point, he got what he deserved. He was a little arrogant little bitch. Oh, rocket. Headline, rocket, arrogant little bitch. Right. I mean, he deserved it. Oof. You know, you okay. come, you come across, you know, who are you? You, you know, three, you know, three days ago, you know, you were shitting in a cage, you know, and now all of a sudden you're smarter than your creator. You, you, maybe you need to tone it down just a little bit. Whew. I'm just saying, you know, you're just as saying. you said, read the room, read the room. Okay. So we need to come up with a, a movie review scale for you. What would, uh, what would Mando's, uh, scale? You can't do thumbs up. That's copyrighted. What, what would be, I'm sure you have something creative. What would be your, uh, rankings for a movie? Would it be bullets? Would it be uh grenade? You know it, it either sucks or it doesn't suck. I mean, okay. it doesn't suck. It you doesn't know. suck. It doesn't suck. You know, it's not going to win any Academy Awards. Let's put it this of way. Of course not. But, an you know, if you want to spend a bunch of money and go be entertained by a talking rat for a few hours. Eh, he's a, ra- he's a raccoon. 
We've established that. Okay. <laughs> and you know, Dr. Then, Fauci, an unhinged Dr. Fauci. You know, it, like, the, the dude like, tore his face off. Like At one point, he jumped on a tore his face off. Which, let's face it, that's the, the, the big fear of how many people that have ever seen a raccoon you know, in a garbage can already. It's going to tear my face off. Well, it actually did it in this case. Uh, so he's yeah. been wearing this – dude's wearing this fake skin all over him oh. you know, the whole time. And at the end, you know, it gets taken off of him. And, and, and look at the, you know, yeah, the, 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 the evolutionary guy. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know, you know, he has his fake skin on because, you know, Rocket tore his face off the first time because he's a raccoon and raccoons do that. They do um, do that. They, they do do that. They, they, they tore his face off. And you know, look at him and I'm like, yeah, well, that's what happens to all these mad scientists who try to, you know, force their experiments on other people. You know, okay. like, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're spraying on this guy. I don't know what they're injecting him with. <laughs> Makeup. I thought it was eyeliner and lip balm and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But, you know, they showed him, you know, they showed him getting shots of something. I don't know, a couple, couple of them, you know, boosters and stuff, but. No, it was mRNA, uh, mRNA stuff from uh, <laughs> Pfizer and Moderna. See, a lot of politics here. Definitely a lot of uh, subconscious okay. politics going on in this show. So this is an official don't suck from Mando? It, it doesn't suck. I mean, if okay. we had a greater scale, then maybe it would be like it doesn't suck, but. Well, let's think yeah. on that for next time. Let's come up with the Mando scale that's equivalent to the Rotten Tomatoes or the thumbs up. I mean, it's better than a stick in the eye, I suppose. But I think every movie's better than a stick in the eye. Is it though? I mean, have you seen the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, there you go. Space Fierro. I'm just going to say Space Fierro. Fierro. <laughs> Stick in the eye is definitely better than Space Fiero, but I digress. Yes, yes you do but digress. People keep seeing them. I there know, isn't that weird? Right? Do they though? I mean, do they really keep Spend seeing diesel. them, or just or do I people just you know, like, well, you know, I need to go out, or I'm going to burn this house down? It's, you know, one or the other. <laughs> I think it's both. Holy fuck, Mando! I don't know what to think. You just tornadoed through here again. Wow. <sighs> It was an okay flick. I'll give it that. You know, after all that, it's an okay flick. Okay. You know, wait, so, wait for it to come out on. You know, uh, wait for it to come out on Netflix. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay, maybe this is a scale. Should we a pirate it, b not watch it, or c pay to watch it? I would definitely definitely risk the jail time and the anal rape of prison for pirating it. Yes. <laughs> is anal rape in prison really a risk? I mean, right, Rob. I mean, is it a risk? <laughs> is it a risk or is it just going to happen? Reward. I mean, <laughs> well, Mando, you came through again like a uh, like a tornado, and uh, I think we've learned some stuff here today. I can't wait to have you back again. We'll uh, we'll have you back, and wow, <laughs> that was something. I don't know what it was, but it was something. Just remember, RoboCop's a movie about capitalism going crazy. It is. I love RoboCop. Hey, can we talk about that next time? I'll, 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 I'll give you my thoughts. Okay. Well, Mando, thanks a million for another. I got tears in my eyes again for the second time. So cheers, Mando. Always a pleasure. I'm coming in. Wow. That was something. Is he gone? I'm scared. I'm scared too. <laughs> Son of a woo Mando coming in hot for definite shirt another time. Wow. That was something. He always uh, spins me up and then like I have to adrenaline rush afterwards. Good for him. Love to have him.
he definitely does come in hot though that that song definitely sets him up and after knowing him at work like he was always so quiet mumbler kind of not mumbler but quiet talker and then boy when you get him on the pod he just coming in hot that's so true because brad was there for like a solid at least five or six months of overlap between me and him and i think i maybe heard him talk four times he talked to me a lot, especially at the lunch table, but like it was always quiet talking. He never he never had the energy that he has here. Yeah, I'm surprised as listeners. Uh, Mando comes in hot, and if you saw him in public or you were work with him, you would never know that was in him. You put him on a podcast, and he, uh, he dials it up. Woo! Boy, oh boy. What a mess. Well, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the SCOTUS. Do you guys know what SCOTUS is? Supreme Court. Is that next year? Scrotum? No, that's Scrotus, Rob. Oh, but yes, okay. Shards got Are it. they Shards not the same thing? No. The Scotus has nine justices, and my Scrotum has two justices. So. Ayo. Oh, and a Chief Justice. Bow. Uh oh. Uh oh. I landed a joke almost. Thank you. God, I love the soundboard. I'm easily entertained. So, anyway, what I'm, uh, what my Fruit of the Looms are in a bunch is uh, the Supreme Court weighed in on artistic things, which they should never do. So what happened was Andy Warhol back in the day, we all got to admit his art's pretty badass. Even today, his art's pretty badass. So he was asked to do a cover of a magazine, and he reached out to a photographer who took a picture of Prince. The magazine was about Prince, up-and-coming superstar at the time. And a photographer who was following him around had a really good picture of Prince, and she sent it to Warhol, and he took that picture and Warholed it, colored it up, moved things around, zoomed in, zoomed out. And his picture became more iconic than her photograph. So now the Andy Warhol Society, who owns his rights to his shit, they sell copies of it. They The picture itself, that he, the original art's worth of, you know, millions of dollars. So this, uh, this chick's like, well, that's my picture. But he completely marked it up, crayoned it up, warhauled it up. So he took something that existed. He paid her, as a matter of fact, to use it for this magazine cover. And then he marked it up. It became iconic and famous around the world. And now she's like, pay me. Pay me for every time you use that picture because it was based on my picture. So it made it all the way to the scrotum. I mean, the scr- SCOTUS. Sorry. <laughs> I get them mixed up all the time. (laughs) I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, One time I was in the bathroom and the toilet seat shifted and I, I think I sat on the Supreme court. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I did there? Oh, hang on. (laughs) I love this. So anyway, the Supreme court full of, uh, Donald Trump's guys and, uh, all the right wingers are like, yeah, you need to pay that bitch. So now any artist, that sees art from someone else and builds on it, which is what art basically is, you know, now is going to be beholden to the person they took it from. So no one's going to see existing art and build from it because they're going to be like, well, then this artist is going to sue me and take all my money. So we just lost a giant chunk of artistic freedom in this country over money. And that pisses me off. Bullshit. Makes me think of like stupid shit that's copyright, like ants belt loops do you know that belt loop positioning is copywritten i did not know that i did not but what does that do with art so that's that's saying that someone has invented the way to fight gravity with a belt loop 
now I see your point. Okay. Yeah, that is pretty stupid. Hmm. Shards, and what do you think about it? If you ever that? make pants, you can. You oh, I'm not going to make different. pants. I'll take them on. I'll take them off. I'm not making pants. You may not, but the oh. people out there that want to, they have to oh. do it differently than someone previously has, or else they have to pay them royalties. Damn. Shout out to all our potential pants makers. Uh, I understand. That's that's pretty weird. I had no idea that was copywritten or trademarked. Shards, what do you think about all this? Is this only pertaining to art, or does this branch out now into no, just about anything? No, 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 no. This branches out to the original court precedents that protected people like Warhol and stuff was, believe it or not, and this is going to be fun to talk about. Can you believe, that, and this blew my mind, the original Supreme Court precedents was two live crew from the 80s. Y'all know the two live crew? No. Wow. Well, we need to play a clip of the the groundbreaking legal music they made. You know, they were the, ah, oh, too horny, ah, oh, so horny, me love you long time. Me okay. and my homies like to play this game. Some call it Amtrak, we just call it the train. That that kind of uh, cultural music. Two Live Crew took Roy Orbison's uh, hit Pretty Woman and turned it into Hairy Woman and sung about uh, poorly maintained pubic hair on women. <laughs> and that nice. was a parody. And then the Roy Orbison estate took him to court and went all the way to the goddamn Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court back then, when it was rational and not politicized, said, yeah, he's making a parody. This has nothing to do with that. They're building on what Roy Orbison did. Case dismissed. They don't owe you shit. Now the new Supreme Court, thank you, Donald Trump, was like, oh, if someone builds off of your art, they should pay you. So shards did you point this out that this is the death of my boy my man that was me thank okay. you i would raspberry here and edit it but I made a mistake. <laughs> I, I made a mistake. <laughs> it was rob it. rob looked I, now i remember rob looked at me he said weird al yankovich is dead and i was like what he died and he's like no right uh he's dead because he does nothing but parodies that are protected by this law not law, the case ruling that he could do that. You're right. Weird Al is unemployed. Thank you, right-wing Supreme Court. What the F? I love Weird Al. Does yeah. that mean that Weird Al can now, like, people can go after Weird Al for all his parody songs? I think it does. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a doctor and an astronaut, as we know. <laughs> but I'm not a lawyer. But I think it does. I think you can go back after that now. Coolio hated the fact that Weird Al reached out to Coolio for a gangster's paradise rights. And Coolio said, no, Weird Al gets to everybody and says, hey, can I make this? And if they say no, he still does it. But he asked them. Coolio was in the media saying, I hate that he did this. Why did he steal my song? Why is he making money off my song? So Coolio's estate going to go after Weird Al. And uh, I don't think Weird Al stands a chance. He's he's gangly. He's whiter than white. And Coolio's estate is probably 6'6", 300 pounds. It's going to beat him up. Weird Al might die, just like you said. Weird Al is dead. I hope not. I love Weird Al. But he's not a fighter. He's definitely a lover and a comic like myself. He's not a fighter. Coolio's estate is going to beat him to death. So basically, the Supreme Court just ruined millennia of people. I think I told Shards, like... Somebody looked at a cave drawing back in the uh, dark ages, uh, the caveman days of a, like a wildebeest getting hit by a spear and like, ur, ur, ur. and then he went to his cave and drew like six wildebeests with a spear. Now he's liable, you know, for copyright infringement. 
And then someone looked at that and drew pictures of naked women dancing around a campfire and a wildebeest and a spear. And then now we have Andy Warhol. That's how this progresses logically. I, I mean, it, this writes itself. I'm not the only one that thinks this way. <laughs> That's all gone. The Supreme Court. Thank you. Donald J. Trump is like, nope, pay the motherfucker. So if you're an artist and you're inspired by someone's work and you want to do something that's inspired by their work or a musician, most musicians are inspired by other musicians, right? Shards. That's right. So now you're like, Oh, okay. I like, uh, I like Creedence Clearwater revival. Let me do some music like theirs. Let me, let me put my spin on it. Can't do it. They'll hear it and say, nah, Nope, Nope. Not covered anymore. Pay me motherfucker. So where do you think art's going from this now that nobody has artistic license to build off other people's artistic stuff? I have no idea, but here we are. I wonder if that means that like everyone now owes uh, the Bell Corporation for the cell phone. I don't know. But you know what? That's an angle I didn't think about. I just stuck it to the artistic world because I don't give a fuck about the capitalistic world. But technically what you're saying is sound, don't you think? Yeah. Like if you're building off of something. Yeah. Changes or not. Yep. You used my intellectual property to come up with your intellectual property. Therefore, I get I get percentage of your earnings. Does that mean Ford is now the OG? Henry Ford? Yep. Not really. I'm sure if we look deep enough, he stole like there was probably some bagel maker in New York that was like, you, you roll the dough and you pass it to him and he pokes a hole in it and you boil it and then you fry it. You took it somewhere else. I was just talking about making the Ford. Oh, I was talking about assembly line. My bad. Gosh. This podcast is founded on the 40 hour work week. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Ford didn't like that either. No, Ford did not like that. But I don't know. This is, I know most people and the glass holes, we're not a news organization, although we should be. We break more news than just about anybody. Uh, The world took a step back and I'm really pissed off about it. What does that mean for like making buildings and stuff like that? Like, or or houses? Like, say I design a, a house that has like, frank lloyd wright architectural design aspects am i now not allowed to do that dr horton are they the last company that can make square houses wow good damn shards that was deep uh as i said previously i'm not a lawyer but i am a doctor and an astronaut and uh we don't care what you aren't we want answers okay the, (laughs) the answer is the answer is hang on let me get my fist into my anus oh it's easier than i thought okay let me pull it out the answer is Based on what I know, which is considerably weak, I guess not because Frank Lloyd writes, if you did something that you went on an interview or someone looked at it and said, uh, oh boy, that looks like Frank Lloyd Wright's kind kind of style. From what I understand about this, artistic license is gone. There, You can't build on someone else's thing without paying Frank Lloyd Wright's estate or whatever money. That's how I see it. And that's what I heard from the mm-hmm. reports I listened to in the six and a half inches of research I did. If I want to hire someone to paint my ceiling, uh-huh. but I Don't need to have—I was say—I need to have naked babies up there. Do I? Do we have to now pay? This one I can answer. As a lawyer, I can say Jeffrey Epstein is dead. You can paint whatever naked babies you want, <laughs> wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> or were you talking about naked men touching fingers with a lightning bolt in between them? Because Michelangelo's estate is is alive and well in the or oh, yeah. okay, there's yeah. tons of people who make parody art of that one piece of art yeah. like that's not gonna pay be allowed me. no more no pay me motherfucker pay me 
and uh, the dissenting justices, there was two of them, it was seven to two. The dissenting justices wow. were like, yeah, this opens a Pandora's box about how artwork is created since man has been walking upright and painting on caves. No, this is not a good idea. And the, uh, you know, the Amy Barrett Cohen's or Amy Cohen, Coney, Coney Islands and the, they all said, yeah, pay me, motherfucker. So, hey, you, you, you know, those artwork. people who make the art where they they take the can, you know, and they poke a hole in it and they just let it go and it goes back and forth and they make these mm-hmm. arts with just lines on it. Do, the, do those people all not have to pay royalties to Jackson Pollock because they're making essentially the same thing? From my understanding, and again, I'm yes. only an astronaut, a doctor and a pathologist, is that, yes, artists are going to be freaked out like why would you devote your life's work to a style you like that's based on someone else's style just to find out that once you start making money, they're going to knock on your door and go, yeah, pay me. And artists are already poor and starving. Now they're going to be dead for sure. Yeah. And once they make it now, it'd be like, knock, knock, who's there? Ah, Jackson Pollock's estate and uh, pay me. Why they did this, why they weighed in on, they should have just been like, weren't, they can, they can not hear a case. They can, they can say we're, we're not interested or they could uh, done the right thing here, which was go fuck yourself. It's art. But the takeaway for me was that two live crew had the original Supreme Court case that saved artists from oppression. Two live crew. Can you believe that? Can you imagine? I, I, I hope someday I get time to research this and go back and hear the arguments of the Supreme Court justices of the 1980s. Supreme Court listening to two live crew talking about hairy women's bushes. i hope i live long enough to get there 75 percent. god bless me anyway that's uh that's pissed me off this week so next week or in the following weeks i mean i'm a 75 percenter as we all are we're gonna have the ai extravaganza and i was stunned when i uh submitted my voice to free ai manipulation cloning and i heard what came across other people were like that doesn't sound like you but it fucking sounds like me don't you think so, Shard? It does. Rob, you heard it. Yeah. You think it's a, yeah. It definitely does. Muscles said, that doesn't sound like you. I was like, you're crazy. But uh, Artemis Prime said it did sound like me. I got cold sweat. I was like, holy S, this computer just took over my voice. It doesn't go <laughs> like I do, but everything else is right on. So in the future, there's going to be AI uh, hijinks, and uh, we got a lot of stuff planned in the future. Anybody got anything else to say before we get the hell up out of huh? Nope. No. I'm tapped out. He is tapped out, but he never tapped out as a collegiate wrestler. Never. Rob? Never. Rob, anything? If you got to pay for it, don't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Words to live by. Gross. You heard the show, now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be your friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one.